Hello and welcome to Is Honesty the Best Policy with your hosts Hannah and Katie. We are using this platform to open up the conversation to the topics we are all thinking about but not discussing. We are here to let you know you are never alone. Each week we will delve into a different topic that we feel needs to be destigmatised. Whilst we might explore these topics deeply, these are our own personal experiences and opinions. We are not experts in any of these areas, so please seek professional advice if you need to. We hope you enjoy the pod and now it's time to explore if honesty is always the best policy. Smash it! everyone and welcome back to is honesty the best policy um on this episode we're going to be talking a little bit about busyness culture yeah so we've been talking about this a lot recently and how it impacts us um and we thought for this episode we do a little bit of like research into it and see what it's really like in society and how it's affecting us um so i was looking at it and it's talked about how you know the idea of a social status and that a higher social status kind of came from having more like materialistic objects and things like that and it's kind of shifted into you know being busy and the busier you are and the more you talk about that you know that gives you a higher social status um I even read like on in an article from the grocer uh, from Darren A Smith he said you know what we're trying to say is that we're more important than each other if we're really busy um but like he said by doing this it's like punching yourself in the face and then saying I can punch myself harder watch so actually not you know this idea of being really busy makes us look good in society but it's just it's detrimental to ourselves shout out to Darren for a great quote there love love that yeah thank you Darren (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it is so true like as well how it used to be a lot about you know actually the more spare time you had the more mm. like affluent you were, the more of a social figure you were. And that was something that people looked at and thought like, oh, well, that's impressive. But nowadays it's just completely turned and we feel the need to be busy all the time. Like we are guilty of that. And if you're not, like you just feel like you should be filling that time. And I think with the idea of this busyness culture, it is so important to understand like how has it developed? Where has this come from? Yeah, definitely. And it's like now we're both, like you say, really guilty of it, that we always have this need to be busy and to be doing. And like you say, like, where did that come from? Like, is it a societal thing? Is it, you know, innate in us? And I do think it's a combination because I do speak to people that, you know, don't have quite the desire to be so busy <laughs> as I do. And like I really feel the need to fill my day from the minute I wake up until I go to bed. And like we were saying, when someone asks you the question, like they do every day, oh, what, what are you up to today? You know, what, what are you doing? You feel you have to say, I'm doing this and this and then I'm doing that and that. Otherwise, you feel like you're going to be judged of, yeah, you're not doing anything. What's what's your purpose what you're doing because you worry if you turn around to someone and say oh yeah actually I'm not doing anything today they'll think all right well good for you then you've got absolutely nothing to do what you get you get comments like it's all right for some yeah you know like it is that society like norm now isn't it that you need to always be doing and I know I really struggle to not be doing but we'll talk more about today like what is the power of that to not be doing you know like having that balance of yeah you need to be 
you know motivated and productive in your day and feel you have purpose but the power of actually sometimes stepping back yeah no definitely and I think it is also interesting to sort of take a look at the school system um because you are brought up from such a young age to feel like you have to be doing stuff. Like you go to school, yeah. as soon as you get to school, that's it. You crack on, you get things done. You only can have a break when you've got your set break, but then you're given homework. So you go home and you've got more work to do whilst you're away. And, you know, if you're somebody who gets it done, great. And then if you're not somebody, you come back and you haven't done your homework, you get punished for it. And, you know, obviously your school rules are there for a reason and it needs to be adhered to but it is a bit like that idea of you can't have a break you do constantly need to be on the go and whilst it's a small scale at school with the idea of being busy at school and then homework it could be this thing that distills this mindset in us as we then grow up that we feel the need to yeah constantly be doing something Yeah, and you observe that as well as a child. So you watch, you know, your parents going to work, taking you to clubs, going to do their own thing. Like you you see it all the time. So you expect that's, you know, the social norm and you kind of get used to that life of, yeah, being busy with school, homework, clubs. And then you go to university and it's like, oh, this is my chance now to live my own life. What am I going to do? Um, and you're going to get sucked into that like busyness of going to lectures, going out to social events, trying something like trying new things, which is so important and builds your, you up so much as a person. But when, yeah, do we take time to just to just be? Um, and I think, yeah, that'll be interesting to explore today. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think when you think about the ideas of business and what it is based on and why we feel so much time, like it is important to think, why is this? Genuinely, why do we always feel the need to be busy? Yeah, and I think it's that idea of being uncomfortable when you're left with your own thoughts, isn't it? Because your day is so busy. And even people that might think, oh, you know, I'm quite laid back. My day isn't that hectic. You know, I go to work and then I come back and chill. I watch TV, I do this, whatever. But you're always doing, you know, you're always doing something. And actually if you step back and did nothing, so say you just sat down, you weren't watching TV, you weren't listening to music, you're not talking to anybody, that can feel really uncomfortable and really weird, not doing anything and can bring up, you know, emotions and thoughts and feelings that can make you feel really uncomfortable. But actually, can you acknowledge those and think about, you know, what's really going on? Because living at this fast pace, you just don't have time to think and to stop. And I was saying to Hannah, the other day like I've just come back from having a Easter break um, and now I'm back working and during that two weeks off my mind was so much clearer and able to be like more creative and understand how I'm feeling and what's going on and when you're in that cycle of you know working training whatever you're doing you just don't have time to think and stop and process how you're really feeling and it really like puts you on the verge of you know burnout and like breaking down and it's really important to like stop and acknowledge that and when you really do stop and think about it and you have those you know emotions and feelings that might be really uncomfortable you're acknowledging them though so you can stop those like massive burnouts and things from happening if you're able to recognize them and then know what to do about them rather than you know this culture we're creating of like go 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 don't stop it's gonna hit you at some point and it's gonna hurt like whether it's you know burnout from stress fatigue you can get sick though like you can like get ill from it mentally ill from it and I know from my own 
experiences like before I got injured I was living like way too fast paced that I'd get up at 5am to run go to work all day then go and train after after work get home at like 9 30 have dinner I've trained late so I can't sleep so then I was not sleeping and I got into this cycle and it is so unhealthy and I did get to breaking point when my body my body shut down I got injured like I couldn't cope with it and we think that we can and it's like really impressive to be like I do all this in a day look at what I do like yeah I have that higher social status watch me but it never ends well and like that happened to me and I've seen it happen to so many people that you just keep going 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 and it just gets you. And I think that's sort of the worrying thing with this whole co- culture of busyness is the only time it's learned from and people see that's a problem is when it's too late. Yeah. Like something yeah. goes wrong and then you look back and think, oh, actually, I should have, you know, held back there. I should have yeah. done less. If I'd done less, I would have been more productive. But it's just not realized. Like even with work, you know, you get promoted if you work harder, if you get work more, then you get paid yeah. more. And, you know, there's even these, like, um, I think it's with my, one of the companies that a friend of mine works for, they've actually even transformed it. So their office has everything, like the gym, there's a dog crash. They've even got like childcare, literally everything at the office. So your so life your can life. Yeah. completely be work. And it's almost, you know, if you say, oh, actually, I'm going out for a walk at lunchtime. They'll be like, well, why do you need to do that? You know, you can just walk downstairs and get your lunch here or do these things. And yeah. it's taking that balance away from people. Like they no longer Absolutely. have almost the option. It's just fueling that culture of like the longer, yeah, the longer that we're here, the more we can get done. We can be more productive, like look at us go. But like that might be more productive, you know, in the short term, but like long term, is it? Because yeah. you're going to have burnout and people can't, sustain it and it's way more sustainable to you know to slow it down it's not say don't be busy don't be productive but just how are you going about it like how are you balancing it and we talked about as well having you know your cup full or is your cup empty like it's really important to be doing those social things to be you know going to the gym or whatever it is that you do but is it ben- like is it benefiting you the m- the amount you're doing it yeah. and the same with your work like looking at your week and how you are feeling and actually say you're a really social social person and you've been out after work with friends you know four days that week that fifth time do you need to go like is it going to fill your cup are you socializing and having conversations that really lift you up and you know you really feel like you've got something out of it it's been great to spend time with friends or are you really tired from everything that you've been doing? And actually going to that is going to tip you over the edge and you're not going to be able to contribute to the conversation. Yeah. You know, it's just going to, it's going to empty your cup and it's, it's just balancing that, isn't it? No, absolutely. You have to have that balance. And I think there's so two sides to that. So there's the side of you go to that thing because it's almost like FOMO, isn't it? Fear of missing out. Yeah, exactly. You want the to go to that out. Yeah. because you don't want to be the one who wasn't there, who didn't get all the experiences, who, you know, you see these little clips on Instagram whilst you're at home and everything that's going on and you feel you have to be there, but yeah. you don't. If it's better for you to take that step back, like we need to have the confidence in ourselves that that is okay. Um, but I yeah. also think there's the flip, the flip side, sorry, to when you're getting out of social events and say you're prioritizing other things, or even if you are, you've you've accepted that you are tired or you need that time away so you're not going to go to this social event rather than saying 
that rather than saying I'm tired I just need some time away for myself yeah like I'll be back next time we don't we say no oh I'm so busy I can't be there because I've got other things on and all of this when or you create an excuse yeah, yeah because it's not accepted in society that we need to look after ourselves we need to stop ourselves from burning out and it's yeah it's like you have to have an excuse why you're not going when it yeah you're not saying I'm never gonna go again but actually you know you need that time to to look after yourself and the same with like training um I know like with us um running that you have this strict schedule of like what you do on each day but sometimes like that isn't the right thing to do that you might be feeling really tired so don't do that session that day throw it out the window nothing's gonna happen apart from you're probably gonna feel so much better for it and I think like just going back to what you were saying about social media and what you see and then yeah that fear of missing out because you're seeing other people do it but that also then fuels that idea in your head that everyone else can do it you think you see people out all the time socializing doing all of this training being so productive at work and doing all these things that you feel you need to be sucked into that culture of that I need to be doing this if everyone else is then then so do I and I think as well like we said it's it's a highlight reel though for what you Mm -hmm. see on social media like that's not exactly what people are doing every second of every day but that's what you're seeing every second of every day. Yeah, you think that's what they're always, they're always on the go. They're always doing that. So you think if you can't do that, you're less than, you're not good enough to be able to do that. But it's not true that you 100% have not seen every part of their day or the fact maybe they didn't get up till 10 because they were tired. Yeah. Or yesterday, actually, they just had the day off. You don't see all these parts. And I think this relates personally to me very much to both running and my work. So I'm self-employed and I think... That is, you know, it can be a great thing because it allows a lot of flexibility, but it also requires a lot of self-discipline, which sometimes I do struggle with um, in the respect of like switching off. Um, Mm. So sometimes I'll say, look, this evening, I'm not going to do any work. I just need some time to switch off. And I might, you know, I might do that. I might take that time off. But that isn't to say the entire time I'm not thinking, oh, actually, I could get an hour of work in. Like that's money that I didn't have. I could get. And you do sit there sort of dealing with that level of guilt of feeling you should be working because you could be, but you don't realise that actually, like we said earlier, doing less has so much more of an effect, a positive effect, and will make you productive tomorrow and later on. Um, And that also then translates into training when, you know, we need rest days to get stronger, to get faster, to our muscles to repair. And, you know, you take those days off. And you do feel, oh, actually, like, I'm not that productive today. I haven't done anything. And it's uncomfortable to sit in that situation. But it is such an important situation. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you there. That when you're sitting there, it's not like you're doing nothing, but you're not doing what you think you should be doing. It feels so uncomfortable. But yeah, the next day you feel so much better for that. Um, And it is as you get older, you kind of start to learn, learn it more. But I think in work especially we don't and it is so fast paced and so much is expected of you but I think as you get older you start to realize in terms of things like social situations that actually I don't benefit from going to all of them and I want to do as much as I can and spend time with friends and things but if I feel really burnt out me going to that social situation doesn't benefit anybody because I'm not fun to be around because I'm tired or I'm anxious. So what am I bringing to the conversation? And yes, your friends might say, oh, but it's lovely that you're here and with us. 
but is it because what am I bringing to it and I just feel really rubbish and if I just actually take some time out and recharge myself then the next time I see you like I'm gonna feel great and I'm gonna be part of the the conversation and I do think it, it does take like time to learn it um, but it's something that needs to be, you know, spoken about that people don't feel guilty for making mm. making those choices. Yeah, no, I definitely can relate as well to that, especially with, you know, whilst I was at university, it's something that I did become a lot more confident in. But it was that being able to say no to things and not feeling like you have to commit to everything because there were some things like social social situations, because you can't get the words out there. Um, that I would say yes to when I knew in reality going to them would make me really tired. The next day, you know, training would take an effect, work would take an effect. And, you know, maybe I was meant to meet somebody else tomorrow, which I'd had that plan for a while and then I'm not good company for them. And I think over time, you know, there's still so much learning to do, but over time you do realize what things, you know, fill you up and what things pull you down and you need to have the balance between the two like of course there are some things you can't say no to like you need to go to them even though it means jam packing in your day but Mm -hmm. it's sort of spreading yourself out so when you do have those days you can deal with them like you're able to cope with that demand yeah definitely definitely it's really interesting actually to look at you know this culture of busyness during the time of covid because it made everybody stop so you know during lockdown you 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 couldn't be busy <laughs> you're at home doing nothing and even in terms of like especially the first lockdown even work you know backed off for a lot of people and you couldn't socialize and you couldn't do all of these things and it really made people slow down and really think and really kind of value what's important to them and I know personally like I found that time so difficult like not having that busy day that busy structure was really hard to navigate and as much as I you know enjoyed not having such a hectic work schedule not having you know that time to be out socializing and to be having like you know that that whole idea of that social status of being like yeah I've done this 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 today that wasn't there and like that was quite tough obviously there were so many things that were challenging about that time but I found that really hard to to deal with to not Mm. have that busy schedule and and yeah not feeling like productive enough and that I could do enough with with that time and yeah it's just really interesting to think about because I know for a lot of people and talking to some of my friends they really appreciated that about that time that everything really slowed down and they had more time to just to think and process and I know during that time as well people you know had that time to be creative and people came up with their own business ideas and started businesses during that time because they had the space to do it and they had the time to really think about it and you know have that passion project so I do really think it helped people but it's crazy that it had to be a pandemic that allowed people to stop and to slow down people really did slow down like you just notice the benefit like the not even the benefit, but you just notice the difference. Like the pace that everyone was moving at was suddenly so much slower and things were more relaxed and there just wasn't this constant like rush. Like I feel sometimes in life, you feel like you're in a rush when you've got nothing to get to. You just feel you you have to quickly go. This like 
fight or flight mode of like you're like body your body doesn't know the difference <laughs> you know when you've got that adrenaline going whether you know you're being chased by a lion or just you've made your day so hectic and busy and you're so stressed out by everything you've put into a day your body doesn't yeah. know that because mm. I found personally for me with COVID COVID was actually quite a busy time for me because yeah. I was already working from home and because of COVID, um, a lot of things went online. A lot of people were internet shopping. shopping. So with my role with customer service, that was getting really busy. Um, and I was obviously still training and that was filling up a lot of time. And I actually had a lot more people at home. So that, you know, there was more interaction. All my family came back to live at home. So things actually got busier and because there was everybody else around whereas usually I work from home on my own so I can structure my own day suddenly everyone was at home so you actually had so much to do and you felt the need to be busy yourself because you know my siblings were also working from home and they were just had such a different time schedule to me so I felt suddenly where usually I might have you know half an hour for lunch but actually my brother was working through lunch sometimes I thought oh wait I need to work through lunch as well because I'm not as busy as he is so I should keep working and he did have a slower pace because most people lost a commute um you know all this extra things that fill up time whereas I never had that anyway so I actually became to like I started filling all that spare time I did have even more than so before um but I think where then the reopening of like life after lockdown, I found I'd got into quite a good rhythm and I sort of maintained that life. It was busy, but it was manageable. But I think like with watching my siblings and stuff go back to work and even my parents, I just found everyone switched back to how life was so quickly. Yeah, exactly. And we would talk about it that people would say, oh, we hope it will stay, you know, a little bit slower paced. And it just didn't, did it? Everything went back to like, go, 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 go. And like you say, where people didn't have to commute and things like that, they had more time for themselves to exercise, read a book, you know, chat with their friends that you just, you can't do when life is so fast paced and you kind of, you know, lose your lose yourself a bit and I think that time did allow people to find themselves a bit and find what they were interested in and what they wanted to do and it is sad that that's just gone again and Mm. it's just like well what are we gonna what are we gonna do about it like that's not okay it's like you get one life (laughs) you know it needs to be for you you need to live it for you how are you gonna balance that that you have everything and everyone said during the pandemic I've learned so many things. I'm going to take this forward. I'm going to make these changes, but we just don't. As soon as we get back into normal life, gradually it starts reopening. Like obviously COVID wasn't good. We didn't want to stay in that situation forever. I'm not saying that at all. Um, But, you know, we did appreciate the other things. And I think that work-life balance has started to go off course again. Um, And I think in this sort of respect it is important to look at the consequences that it can have because yeah, it can lead to quite a you know unhealthy society it can you know if you're at work and you're working through lunch or you filled your lunch with a meeting with somebody else or catching up with somebody else it can cause people to like not eat properly you don't have time to cook meals you don't have time to exercise and all of these other things can be then put beneath work because you're prioritizing your work and it 
can be so detrimental because you're not looking after yourself as a person. You're not looking after the relationships that you have with friends, with family, because you're putting all these other aspects above that. And yeah. it's just putting the whole thing just out of balance. Yeah, absolutely. It is, yeah, quite frightening, the impact it can have like on people's mental health and, you know, the stress that you feel from needing to be so productive and so busy and so go, 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 that it does catch up with you. Your body can't, can't do it. And I know, like, during the time I spoke about before, um, before I got injured, like, it massively impacted, like, my relationships with my friends and family, because, I didn't have time for them because my life was so hectic and busy with training and work that I didn't have time. And when I did have time, I, I wasn't myself and I was, you know, snappy because yeah. it's not a sustainable way of living. Like going living life 100 miles an hour just isn't sustainable. And I know I still have a lot to learn now because I do try and pack you know, <laughs> so much in my day. <laughs> and if you ask me what you're doing today, I'll literally give you the lowdown from 6am till 10pm. Like, the every inch of what I'm doing, because I don't feel like, you know, I'm being productive enough or worthy enough if I don't give you that, yeah. which is really silly. Um, but I am so much better at like balance and recognising, you know, when I'm gonna tip you know that tipping point of like I'm gonna burn out if I don't stop now but I think as well just rewinding a little bit to what you were saying a second ago it's so important to think about what effect like not having that balance has then led to because it can lead to you know whilst you say you weren't yourself it also led to things like not addictions but bad habits yeah. and yeah, yeah, for disorders to de- develop and obsessions and this can lead to addiction like it's extreme but it can lead to addiction in some cases like people are so yeah. busy they can't handle their lives so they fall life was out of control things. what can mm-hmm. I control because this yeah life yeah. is not controllable it, right now yeah it might lead to like substance abuses it might lead to people to drinking too much you know in our cases when our lives were out of control we resorted to restricting our eating and that yeah. was our way of dealing with these things and if we weren't as out of control in life, you know, maybe it is things that you can't control because there are life stresses that happen, but there are other parts to your life that you can. And we weren't able to be on top of those, but it did lead us to, you know, almost harm ourselves in some way. And, you know, if people can't figure out the ways to, um, like, proactively manage their days like it is just going to lead to things going wrong yeah absolutely and it might not feel like you know a way of control it feels like a release doesn't it Mm. so say you know you're going out not saying there's anything wrong with going out you know drinking with your friends like absolutely go for it but like if that's becoming every day because you're so stressed from your day like is Mm. that a good thing yeah you know it's just it's just thinking about it isn't it and where the the line lies and I know everybody's going to be different and and I'm also interested like in the difference between males and females and how we approach this busy culture because yeah I don't know I haven't really spoken to people about it and it would be interesting to get that male perspective of how they you know feel in this culture and you know is it a stressor or is it not it it is an interesting thing to think because I do think some people thrive off it but I you know to an extent like I don't I know because I feel like that and my like family say that to me like you thrive off being busy like you always need to be busy but do you yes I do Mm -hmm. I do need 
you know structure in my day and I need to be doing yeah but there is a fine line yeah. and I it's also draining I've taken it too far mm. and like I am exhausted I don't feel okay like because I've been too busy and like there are definite you know benefits of being productive and doing all of these things it does lift you and you need purpose and yeah but there is a fine line because it does you know like you say there are benefits to it and it does motivate us it does push us I find if I've got a really busy day I feel a lot more motivated because I think right I've got to get this done this done this done you know there isn't that time to just sit down and yeah you feel that tick when you're like done this I've done this I've done this got this done yeah yeah it feels good but it's kind of sitting back isn't it and thinking okay what do I really need to do today like that's great I can get that here I can do those things but I don't need to do all 10 things I can do five things and actually am I going to do those five things a lot better if I give them time than me trying to tick off 10 things in a day and be as productive as I can that doesn't mean you're doing those things well in any area of your life you know like if you're trying to do all of that it's too much like think about what do you really what do you really want what do you really need to do what you're going to be most successful in today because I find as well sometimes when I've jammed too much into my day I either haven't done things properly or I've forgotten things without even realizing I've had times where you know somebody will say to me oh Hannah why, why did you do that like that like you weren't meant to do that and I think no I wasn't but I don't even remember doing it like yeah. I was just I know, getting through them and I know like I've learned from having ADHD that it is a definite tendency to always want to be doing you know more and more and more and I'm like okay I'm going to do this and then this and then this and I haven't done things well and I could do them a lot better because I'm more interested in getting things done and moving on to the next than I am at doing things really well so I am trying to be more conscious of that and slow things down and actually it's way better to do something really well than it is to do 20 Mm. things today to be honest like when you do feel the need to be busy all the time you can almost make not doing something um to your head seem like doing something Like even Mm -hmm. if you schedule, you know, I'm going to watch this between then and then or what I do is say is like between eight o'clock and 8.45, I'm going to read my book. That's relaxing, but also I feel like I'm being productive, but it is actually also switching off my mind. So Yeah, I spoke to a sports psychologist about that because I would find, you know, the days that I knew exactly what I was doing, I was fine. The days that I didn't, I would just like melt down, like panic and not know what to do with the day at all and kind of end up doing nothing. And she was like, just schedule the day, like not to be, you know, obsessive with it because I don't think that's helpful. You can't live off of a schedule every single day of your life because things are going to change. You're going to go away. You're going to do so many different things, but give yourself a loose schedule. If you are that kind of person, if you're going to get overwhelmed by, you know, not doing anything, then like you say, like scheduling in reading or a, um film or something you're gonna feel calmer about it yeah to be fair I do every day like a structure from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed I plan out my day and I'll even put things in like 12 to 1 have lunch and then I'll take it <laughs> off and I'm like god I was so productive I had my lunch well done me I ate my lunch <laughs> and I feel like god I smashed today I managed to have my lunch but I do it yeah. every day <laughs> it's interesting isn't it because say you only had like four things on your list would you feel like oh my goodness like I'm not doing enough today why is this all I have on my list yeah. what else can I put on there mm. you know and it doesn't need to be like that yeah but it is you just feel yeah. oh I've got 10 things like oh I'm I'm so on it or 
Yeah. Um, and I think while social media wasn't a cause, you do, like we said earlier, it really pushes it up because you think yeah, if you've absolutely. not got yeah. as much in your day as somebody else, you need to. So sometimes you just fill time with stuff that you don't really need to do. Yeah, definitely. And seeing other people, you know, going to this event and doing this at work and doing this training and doing that, you're like, I should be doing that. I'm not doing that. Why am I not? Do-? Like, it's just you are overwhelmed with yeah. it. And it's taken a step back from that as well, isn't it? And I know I've seen on social media talking about this like toxic, you know, thing around productivity and the need to always be productive and always be doing. I think, especially, you know, people in that industry, like, you're self-employed like you were saying and it's like you you know are your own boss and the only way you're going to earn money and things is by you doing and therefore if you're not doing you feel guilty around that so that's a really interesting area as well that I'm not you know confident to talk about so it's not what I've experienced yeah but you do you just have to I think when we look at that being busy all the time and being productive like it does have a benefit but I think you can break it down by you know setting little goals or like we were saying a second ago planning out your day all those things help you be busy get things done because essentially busyness culture is the way to get us to get things done um but to a point like you can pull it back without affecting it because maybe some people actually get a bit scared you know if I don't fill my day I'm not going to get things done or I'm not going to be as good at things as I am on the days that I am busy but there are ways to make it manageable and we can still have a productive society without having to have a stressed society yeah absolutely it's just that balance isn't it because actually you're probably your best self when you are you know being productive at work when you are socializing when you are exercising you know all the things that we were saying maybe you need to slow down and take some time out of they are all those things that you know fill your cup and make you feel good but it's that balance isn't it it's like looking at your week and how can I balance this out that I'm doing a little bit of everything and I can manage it and I can sustain it not just for this week but I can do this you know for my life like I can do this amount of work I can exercise this many times a week I can socialize this many times a week it's going to make me feel good it's not going to make me feel overwhelmed and having the confidence to be like I'm going to say no to this today because this is too much and actually I can have this time for me today and not feeling guilty about that we don't need to be in people's company all of the time and I find that really difficult personally like I love to be around people but actually when I'm like I can find that really exhausting and need to just step back and be by myself for a little bit. And then you can go again and not feeling guilty about that and giving time to yourself. So you really know how you feel and you know, how you're going to manage those emotions and things that have come up because the way we live, we just mask it, don't we? And I think, you know, we've looked at quite a lot of points of what we can do ourselves, but I think also you can do yourselves to other people is to also compliment people when they've taken a step back. Like, you know, when last week with it being Easter holidays with Katie, like saying, no, I'm not going to look at work and I'm going to take a step back from that. That's me. That's like, wow, that's impressive. Like I actually looked at that and thought she is doing amazing because she's able to take that step back. And you should say those things because I think it's really inspiring when somebody can have the discipline to say no I'm not going to do that I'm gonna you know take some time to do the things that were going to boost me I just think that's something that we don't do enough but we should yeah we should applaud I totally 
I totally agree with that. And I think you're going to feel so much better, aren't you, when that's a conversation that's being had that you're thinking, oh, no, I've made the right choice today, you know, by not doing this or whatever, whatever it is. If people are boosting you for it, because often people like, you know, compliment me for being so motivated and productive. And I'm like, well, that's just fueling my <laughs> desire yeah, to do now more. Now I feel I need when to. When if you are complimenting people for slowing down and taking time for themselves, going to yoga, you know, doing some mindfulness, reading a book and being like, go you. Like, that's amazing. Because yeah. now you feel really good. Like, then we're going to do it more, aren't we? We're going to start looking after ourselves more if we're complimenting that and yeah. taking time for that. Rather than saying, oh, well, I wish I had as much time as you or, oh, yeah. look at you you can take a step back no yes yeah. go you like we show praise and people. that comes from a place usually of you know you're not feeling good in yourself mm. rather than yeah and like but then they're having the conversation with someone like oh how do you how do you do that how do you slow down how do you take time and and talking about it rather than yeah. putting people down about it <laughs> Definitely. And I think throughout this whole episode, we have covered so many things about, you know, where this stems from, but also what we can do to try and step away from it, you know, improve yourselves, help help others make improvements. And I just hope anybody listening, you know, there's probably been a lot of waffle in there, but hopefully also (laughs) you've taken some important points away because, you know, there is something important to be taken from what we've said. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like we've wrapped the episode up there. So it's time to move on to our two truths uh, to finish the episode. So Hannah, are you ready? I'm ready. Your options are truth number one. If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Or do you believe in any superstitions? And if so, what are they? Oh, these are good ones this week. These are good ones. But I'm going to have to go with if you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what could it be? Okay, what would it be? I mean, there are so many options that I could go with, but I think I've just got to go with my favourite. We've had this conversation a lot. (laughs) We've had this a lot, a lot. But if I could go with one meal, like I'm going to go with my breakfast because I just love breakfast. I knew it. I absolutely knew this is what you were going to say. I just can't. I look forward to it every day, even though I've had it the same thing for years, but it's so good. I would have... I would have almond butter on toast. It's got to be fresh bakery bread as well. It's got to be. Yeah. And can I just say that Hannah and I went to the supermarket the other day and she was (laughs) buying some almond butter to take away for two or three days. (laughs) Do you think this tub is enough for two days? I think it's going to last you two days. I think you're going to be okay. And I love that it actually says on the back of a tub of peanut butter or almond butter, um, you know, please consume within three months. So I was like, three months? Hannah's asking me if it's going <laughs> to last days. two days. <laughs> I just can't. I can't be without it. And it just hits the spot every single day. I no, do not. I'm yet to reach the day where I wake up and I think I don't want that for breakfast because I want it every single day. I get I mean, excited I would be in it. shock and say, Hannah, are you okay? Mm. Yeah. You know, sometimes if don't, like I'm going out for breakfast, don't get me wrong, I will have something different. I'm not going to take my own <laughs> breakfast to go out. I'm a butter and toast, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> but then I'm like so excited, even more excited than normal for my breakfast the next day. So, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get you. <laughs> That's what I'd have. <laughs> okay, Katie. It's your turn now. Um, Which one would you go for? So, you know, just to make it 
even I'll go for the other one so do I believe in any superstitions and if so what are they I I say to myself that I don't and I'm like I'm not superstitious but I literally follow every superstition there is <laughs> and I have this it's not like I think there's going to be an immediate effect and something awful is going to happen but I think I think if I if I didn't do it like something will happen or if something you know but then I, then if bad things happen it's not like I thought oh that, oh, that was because why. I didn't do this you know like it, it's really weird because it's not like I think like that but like you know growing up you learn like things like oh I don't know if you did any of these but like if you walked over three drains you had to say toast no I never ever <laughs> I ever. always do or I try and avoid three drains so then I look really stupid in the street like if it's a narrow pavement and I'm trying to go around it and so like this person's like what are you doing like I can't get through and I'm like well I'm not going over three drinks and are these like well-known ones like you didn't make these up I somebody else like, no I didn't make it up no well this is See, what we used to do at school. My and going under like a sign you had to put your hand touch your head which I still no. do now right so if I'm like running I'll like awkwardly touch oh, my God. head as if I'm like moving my hair and like it's fine if I'm by myself but like I've definitely done like sessions and stuff with people around loops and I think I hope no, you have I'm doing this every single time yeah oh you crazy girl I see yeah. when I was younger and I had superstitions mine were self-made like I, I was only up. superstitious about things I made up myself yeah like oh, okay. I had to scrap them all because they went too far but like I used to have to step out of the shower with my right foot. And if I didn't step out with my right oh foot, my I thought God. it was bad luck. You yeah. just made that up? I made that up. Yeah, I can't say I've made any up of my own like that. Like I did, you know, with running, if you wore like a certain pair of socks and did really well in a race, then I like would only wear those socks. Yeah. Um, and also I have to always tape my spikes, like for cross country, even if it's not remotely muddy, because it's like <laughs> a thing. <laughs> I did it. I did it in Spain racing cross country in Spain there is absolutely no mud it was like no dirt mud. track and I'm like but I have to take them because I always take them um <laughs> but love no, I that. haven't made, made them up like must step out with my red right foot but I love that you know see after my first injury I got rid of all of them so now I only mm. um nod my head when I see one magpie otherwise I don't do anything else is that what you do because I I was really worried about that because I knew there was a thing for magpies and I didn't know what it was so I really panicked the other day because I thought I saw one and I was like oh no because what I don't do? know what you meant to do just nod if you see one nod, just nod because seeing one but is I bad saw but not if you nod the other, the other day like I heard someone say something and I was like is there something you're meant to say is there like a saying if you see a magpie I mean <laughs> I mean if I there know. is no one please tell us that because otherwise then I've been no. doing it wrong wrong yeah but I think taking the superstitions away is a really great shout because yeah. then you know and then you can't blame a good or bad race on yeah. socks it's just sh like or stepping out of the shower done. with the wrong foot yeah I mean what would you do if you did step out with your left foot who knows <laughs> I mean I do it now so I guess things are all right yeah that's good news that's great <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, now you've heard our interesting little stories <laughs> Um, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode. I've really enjoyed having this conversation today and I hope, you know, it resonates with some people and helps you feel, makes you feel a bit better about things or helps you have that conversation with people. Um, yeah, so thank you very much and we will be back for another one very, very soon. Yeah, we'll be back next week with a very, very interesting episode. <laughs> very, very <laughs>
Bye. Thank you. Bye.